Today FM. I am delighted to have our next guest on the show. It is out today, not in chronological order. Julia Michaels, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am absolutely brilliant. I have been waiting for this album. It did feel like there was one there for a while, but this is it, the debut album. There's piano balladry on there with Little Did I Know, gentle finger plucking along with history, and then dance poppy vibe with undertone and uh, lie like this. You've covered all bases on this album and it's a real album about the type of music that you do. Yes, um, I like to say that my album is very situational. So there's a song for everything. There's a song for if you're feeling revengeful or jealous or sassy or sexy or introspective, um, if, if you're feeling heartbroken, if you're feeling in love, if you're feeling deeply in love, um, there's a song for everything. I'm going to come to the deeply in love part very, very shortly. But before we get there, I, I want to talk about uh, a song which you wrote with your loved one, JP, which you had, you were wondering about two tracks you were going to stick on the album. You went, you know something, let's just get in the studio and write a song together. And that song is called All Your Exes. <laughs> But as the title would mislead you, it's only when you listen to the song, it's actually about all your partner's exes. And the video is the most beautifully put together video to go along with the lyrics of the song, featuring voodoo dolls, baseball bats. It's all in there. I'd say you had some fun writing this. I had so much fun writing it. I had even more fun playing that character. And my boyfriend, JP, was like, I'm pretty sure you weren't acting that day. And that's why it came out so, uh, so great. Um, I wanted the the music video to be super campy and super satirical and super funny because I feel like that's what the song, um, that's what the overtone of All Your Exes is when I wrote it with him. But the undertone was, you know, like, I love you so much. And the idea of you being with someone else before me as deeply and as intimately hurts me. There isn't anyone who can't relate to that song your songs are very honest I like the dark humour in this it's kind of like yes I have had those thoughts we don't speak about them out loud only Julia no. Michaels is allowed to do that so you know yeah. so it's, they're basically Voldemort yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is um, I'm loving it um, now I want to talk a little bit about of course uh, If the World Was Ending the fabulous Grammy nom uh, and this is a funny story because yourself and JP friends you slid into his DMs I sure did. And uh, then, of course, there was the earthquakes in L.A. And that's where the song came from. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? I had heard one of his songs from a friend of mine. I listened to it on repeat for like six hours straight. And I posted it on my Instagram. And I was like, this is one of the best, most beautiful songs I've ever heard. And he was on a road trip, weirdly, with his friends that day and was listening to my EP. Wow. And he was like oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan. I'd love, like, I, we have to write. I was like, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'd love to write with you. And we got together like a few months later. And the first song we ever wrote together, like first day meeting was If the World Was Ending. What a brilliant song with a brilliant theme. Every time I hear it, it's like, you know, if the world was ending, you'd still come back to Ireland, right? It's yeah. like, you know, it, but it is, it's the perfect theme. And I'm so proud of you. Grammy nom, well-deserved. It's not as if you haven't been doing enough anyway. You have been co-author on so many songs, 10 platinum singles, working with Bieber, Selena, Debbie, Britney, Gwen Stefani, you name it all, they're all there. And of course, our wonderful Niall Horn. Ah, oh, the best. 
What now, a wonderful man. That song you did with Niall, What a Time, uh, that was just released over here just before lockdown. But that is a wonderful song. That's a song you wrote on, on the way out of a baseball match where you just spotted one of your exes. I sure did. And um, I wrote this song and I, re- I knew I wanted a, another person's perspective on it. And when I asked Niall, he was like, I would love to. I, I sent it to him. And I think 20 minutes later, he had sent me a video back playing it on the guitar. He loved it wow. so much. And I remember him him coming to the studio and him singing it. And the first time I heard him sing, I know we didn't end it like we're supposed to. I was just crying and I was crying so much that he was like, for God's sakes, Julia, and like walked out and gave me a really big hug. Isn't that him? Isn't that him all over? He's just a sweetheart. Uh, Like He's the guy who comes out and says, it'll be okay. Oh my gosh, he's the most genuinely beautiful uh, person I've I've met in a, in a long time. You know, I, I'm I'm watching you for a while now, and I remember the first time I heard Issues, I went, "Wow!" I went, "That's that's a really good song." And I was trying to figure it out. I believe the story behind that is you had been writing for people because obviously you've been writing for quite a while. Seventeen years of age, uh, Austin and Ali you did the theme team for Disney, and then you'd written loads of other stuff as well. But when this came out, this was a song that you were kind of going, "You know, I'm going to sing this one myself because this is a me song." It's true. Yeah. I had sort of a weird personal moment that day. And uh, I just, I wanted to write about it and I wasn't with an artist that day. And so it was just me and my co-writer and uh, some producers. And I had issues written down on my phone, which is hilarious because I never write anything down anymore. And um, I wrote that song. And when it came time to like pitch it and give it to somebody else, I was just like, I don't know if I can do that. This is like, too much of me. Uh, and I had been doing a lot with um, some Republic artists at the time. And a man named Charlie Walk was like, you're an artist. And I was like, you can leave me alone. And um, he was like, no, seriously, you're an artist. And I, I sent him the song and he was like, this is amazing. We should put it out. And I was like, should we though? Kind of vulnerable. That's the Scorpio in you, though. That's the Scorpio in you. I know. know, I'm so proud. I'm so courageous. But I don't know if I want to do that yet. (laughs) Why why, why would I be doing something like that to myself? It's why I'm really good at hiding behind other people. I can find my power somewhere else. (laughs) The Scorpio is the guy who's there and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do nothing yet. I'm just You get egged on to this. Now, I, I, I will be honest with you, right? Not in chronological order. The songs on there are brilliant from the grungy vibe. And I will say it is a grungy vibe of all your exes onto the likes of Little Did I Know, which has that beautiful piano balladry. And I like the popular ones as well, too. But I want to get to, like, this is a big change from where you were at emotionally in, yeah. we'll say, uh, when you did the extended play, your fourth extended play, Inner Monologue, uh, part yes. one. When oh you did gosh. that, a very different very different yeah i was i was 25 i think then um or 24 maybe when i wrote it and i was definitely pessimistic i was definitely bitter and sour about love i was angry um and i used to think that i had to create some sort of uh, emotional chaos to write a really great song about love. And then you meet somebody that completely changes your perspective and somebody that is willing to meet you halfway and stay there, even if you're not there yet. Um, And then, you know, I write a song like little did I know with my boyfriend and, you know, it's like, oh, I can write a beautiful song and it be derived from love and not derived from toxicity. 
uh, you know something? I love the fact that you both found each other. I love that. I really do because you know it just it has opened up but so many doors. No, it won't. <laughs> Or all the Scorpios will be out and they'll be going like this. Listen, you, JP, we're oh, going to do absolutely nothing. I have a lot of supportive fans. <laughs> but just making, at the backs of crowds, all the Scorpios will be there kind of going. And then they, yeah, absolutely. And then the next thing. We're, we're a lot of talk. Are, we're are, a lot are, of you talk. Scor- are you Scorpios down the back? Yeah. <laughs> This is, this is what will be going on. Anyway, listen, come here. I got to wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for being so given of your time. Uh, oh you my know, God, thank you're, you. You're, you're loved in Ireland. You were brilliant in the Olympia in 2019. I remember you were singing Fallen for Boys and there was nothing but women falling out here. It was, <laughs> it was amazing when you went down into the crowd. I cannot wait to see you back on these shores, but best wishes with the brand new album, which is out today, ladies and gentlemen. Get your hands on it, not in chronological order. Go out and buy it. Julia Michaels... You, as always, are a star, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. And Ireland, I love you so much. I miss you. Virgil Darcy. Weekdays from 2 on Today FM.